Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. The NBA playoffs start this weekend, and right now, BetRivers has an incredible offer. Place a wager of $25 or more on any NBA team to win the NBA Finals. To receive a $5 free bet for every playoff series they win, can Milwaukee repeat? Does Golden State have another title run in them? You make the call and get a $5 free bet. When your team wins a series, go to BetRivers.com to see the current odds and get your free bets. Terms and conditions apply. Coming up on the show in 30 minutes, Mike Renner is going to join us from Pro Football Focus. We'll get into the NFL draft, throw some uh, props at him at that time. In an hour, Greg Wyshynski on the NHL and Doug Zarian on uh, the NBA from Daily Wager ESPN2 in 90 minutes. Again, his thoughts on uh, the two play-in games and any series prices he likes in the NBA. How are you betting the games tonight? Are you going to... Like, is there a point spread that you like? I like total? the T-Wolves, yeah. You're going to go uh, player props? I like, well, yeah, a little bit of everything. I like the T-Wolves. Uh, I think it'll go over as well. Uh, number one in pace. And they've been the number one team in offensive efficiency since January 1st in the whole league. Think about that and how great Memphis has been all season, too. Uh, that was uh, an interesting fact I heard yesterday. And uh, tip of the cap to Finch. Two good coaches, though, tonight as well. But that's another thing, too, about Minnesota. They've only been out of the... We talked about how bad the stretch has been here from an organization standpoint. You've won one playoff series going back since 03 04, and you've only made it once since 04 05. But pleasant surprise, get here. Uh, they should, even if they lose, they should win the next game against whoever wins the San Antonio New Orleans game. But also a good job by Lou and, and the Clippers and what they had to deal with. And that's something also to consider that you're hearing he's working out three on three, but if they win. Any point down the road, does Kawhi make an appearance? Mm. If 
that could happen for the Clippers and be a big shot in the arm. But I, I, I throw, don't know. Would you like the T Wolves against New Orleans automatically? Oh, I think they win. I think they get whatever they want offensively. Yeah. Oh man, I think that's going to be. I think that'd be a scary game. That's another thing too. So no Zion at all. No Zion. Evidently not. No. Okay. okay no. That's it. Yeah. But the dunk videos out there and some of the stuff he tweeted. So that's not going to happen either. But that's a what they're twelve, fourteen games under five hundred, please. But that that's also unfortunate here about what Minnesota's way up here. We talked about it with Coach Thorpe. Look at their record compared to these other teams. They, oh, should, know, they shouldn't be in this position. So are you? Early on in this game, in terms of live betting, what if, if you like it to go over right now is what you just said, are you going to be able to tell, do you think, right away if like the style's going to change tonight because it's a play-in game? Right? Win this game, you're in the playoffs. This is not the regular season anymore where they could have been you know, high-flying up and down mm-hmm. the court and you know maybe a 127-120 final. Again, I, I just, guys I are a little bit tighter. Yeah, I don't see that. I just like, this is what we do. This is who we are. We're number one in pace, and we score. And we, we, we continue to foul on the defensive end of the floor. And uh, they've also never been in the spot before, though, really. Yeah, yeah, but they have a lot of offensive t- talent and firepower, too. But it is a big game for Towns, too. You got to win these games. Yeah, and Towns again. It. If you're considered a, a elite player in this league, you got to win this one at home. Are you concerned at all with him tonight? Because he only averaged mm-hmm. 15 points against the Clippers on the year. Yeah, I, I throw that out. I also throw out the head to head. It was 3 1 Clippers, and the three oh. wins were in November. Russell only played in one game. Yes, but that was also a key, too. Uh, PG to get a double-double plus 230. Towns is uh, $3 with a double-double. He, he, I think he has a big game. But it's uh, but two, two good coaches here and two good teams. Very impressive with the Clippers, how they ended up I with a record in the 8th seed with all the injuries they had. Okay, And your two best players were out for much of the year. So what if Towns has an off game tonight, though? And again, going back to his season-long average against the Clippers, and he only throws in for, let's go, say he goes for 18 points tonight. Is Vander built on George? Does, does, Is that how they're going to do it, you think? Does Edwards go nuts? Yeah, yeah. He has an off game. Does he go for 30? Yeah. Anthony Edwards' points prop tonight is 22.5. Okay, I think go around there, 25. And then I, I get Russell to chip in. It's nice to have a veteran like Beverly, too. Oh, for and sure. And he knows that organization. He was oh, with no, the Clippers, no doubt. So. No doubt. That was, that was a really nice addition in the, yeah. you know, for this team throughout the year. He's annoying. That's what he is. Yeah, he's a good ball player. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Reggie Jackson, does he go off tonight? His uh, player uh, prop is 17 and a half, or does Patty Bab shut him down? He's of a rational confidence guy. He, he could be, that's a problem. He could be one of nine. He's still going to chuck. Well, yeah, there's, the heat check does not exist. But there's a guy like Kennard who's deadly from three. He led the league in three-pointers, he or three-point percentage this he's year. He's questionable. He, he can give you a big game. Zubak down low, maybe. Morris, maybe he can do something. I mean, they, you, could, you could see an unsung hero tonight. Looking at Zubak's mm-hmm. uh, point total is 9.5 tonight. Paul George, 27.5. Marcus Morris, 13.5 tonight with the player prop. And then points, rebounds, and assists. Katz is 42.5. I thought that's too low. Yes. Oh, you think he's going to go over? Points, rebounds, and assists? Oh, I look the other way. Really? Yeah, I would look the other way tonight, yeah. I think that's a huge number in my opinion. You don't think he can have like 28 and 10? Is right he, there? You don't think I, he'll get there with the assist? I think he go. I, I, I would actually say maybe goes for like 22 and 12, and then does he have enough assists? Yeah. That's I the could, way I would look at it. The combined three props is the 26. Largest lead, 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's something. Right. But the numbers I keep coming back to, uh, in this game, and, and that's why I'm, I'm rooting for Minnesota because of the history here, and they've had uh, so many uh, bad, bad seasons. And the, the, the lottery luck, too. I mean, they could never improve. Like, 10 
chances in a row. Oh, they never was... improved in the lottery. It's mathematically impossible. Yeah, not once, right? No. It took yeah. like forever in the history of the organization to actually move up one time. But they are 28th in defensive rebounding rate. And Memphis is number one in offensive rebounding percentage. That's who they play if they win tonight. Oh, mama. Uh, they also, the issues with the fouling again, their opponents are 20, they're 29th in opponent free throw, right? So that's the other thing. How do they call it? And is it, is it a parade of the free throw line for the Clippers? You're giving them easy points. Right. Defend without fouling. Come mm-hmm. on. The other game, Cavs at the Nets. Uh, the Nets lane, eight and a half in this game, 228-ish is the total. Look, I, I mean, I, I want nothing to do with betting the Nets before a game tips off when they're at home laying this big of a number. But that doesn't mean I'm going to bet the Cavaliers. Uh, if I bet this one, it would probably be more than likely in play. Uh, I just I can't lay it with this team at home, but that doesn't mean they can't cover, and they might. So I'm not going to take the Cavaliers. I'm just going to pass on this game right now. I would do player props or look in play on this game more than anything else. No opinion on the total? Well, I bet it last Friday at 228. Right. It closed at 232.5, and it stayed under at 225. It yep, yeah, it died. And it was it a did. big move on the total, too. Uh, the Cavs had a great third quarter, and then uh, everything went against them in the fourth quarter, and the Nets got the money. Yeah, the the big game experience factor. I mean, this is because Cleveland's a young team. You do have Kevin Love, but uh, it's just unfortunate here with the no Allen and the injuries they had down the stretch. A twenty-two game improvement, but they're to me they're on a free roll. No one expected them to do this. You saw what the win total was, and uh, they can come out and play loose and let it go. Maybe Lavert Garland can tear them up, and, and maybe the Nets are tight. But the big game experience with Kyrie and Durant. Uh, it, but it comes down to the supporting cast as well, and that'll be the same thing if they win this game, and then you take on the Celtics. Curry, Brown has played well. Drummond has played well. That's the big thing, because Drummond had 15 and 12 in the last meeting without anything, no resistance down low from Cleveland. But who can you count on outside of the big two now with Brooklyn? Okay. If, if Kyrie has an off game, who, who else is going to step up and do something? I mean, it's like what Bill Simmons has been saying. You can have your 70 combined. I'm fine with it. I don't trust anyone else. So if you had to bet a player prop over tonight with the Nets, which guy would you go with between Kyrie and, and KD? Oh, KD. Yeah, Kyrie oh, yeah. is 31 and a half. Yeah. Kyrie is 28 and a half. He averaged 22 and a half against the Cavaliers in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Durant averaged like 29, but his play, uh, player prop tonight is 31 and a half. But it's also Kevin Durant in the playoffs. I mean, as, as right. David Thorpe told us yesterday, he kind of he wrote the book on how to play exceptional basketball in the playoffs. Guy has been the best player on the court over and over and over again, regardless of who the uh, opposing team is throughout his career in the playoffs. So if he dropped, I mean, 31 and a half is a big number. But if he dropped 38 tonight or more, 40, 45, I, would you be surprised for what? You yeah. couldn't be with this guy. Garland just carved him up, too, in that game Friday. He's yeah. 37 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I like Kyrie under three and a half made threes. Uh, combined made threes, 21 and a half. And uh, largest lead, 19 and a half. You like that one under. What's that? Largest lead. Which one? Uh, or yeah. no opinion. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you blow teams out when your defense is this bad? They're 20th in defensive efficiency. Cleveland's fifth. I would I'd like to see. In terms of overall drama, I would love to see the Cavaliers win this game tonight. That'd be awesome. And then oh, the, the Nets something. have one game. Right. And it's Trey Young, maybe? It could I, either way. Oh, it'd be great. Hornets might be tricky for them. Yeah. But I would prefer Trey Young. I think, I think that game's crazy tomorrow. Atlanta and Charlotte. Well, the total suggests it's, it's going to yeah. be bonkers. Yeah. I don't agree with the move coming down. What was I mean, it now? The, the, I 236. There's no, no, well, no defense will be played in that game tomorrow. And it'll be up to Oh, I mean, if we get if we get Nets-Hawks to make the playoffs, sign me up right now. 
That'd that be would nice be phenomenal through. television. You know, this is also under the radar. This could be it for Pop tomorrow. Oh, don't say that. It could, it could be. Might uh, retire. Yeah. Yeah. This could be it for Pop. Mm. Could call it a career. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I, know. I guess the guy's been coaching now for, what, almost 30 years? Yeah. Whatever it's been. Long, long time. Maybe the best ever to do it. I don't want to see that. But, again, like this organization, like uh, what's their ceiling next year and beyond in the, in the Western Conference? They have some pretty good talent on the team, but that, the Western Conference is a total bear. And Lillard coming back. Portland will reload. Lakers will make changes. Yeah, I know. Yep. See what New Orleans does if Zion's there. But that's uh, what you're dealing with tomorrow, too. But, no, you're right. That'd be great from a drama standpoint. How about that? If the Nets go out, too. You have the, the two preseason favorite. Lakers don't even get in. That adds to and it. And then the Nets could be out, too. If neither team made the playoffs, oh, man. The KD burner accounts would be on fire. Uh huh. The other thing, too, is Nash. I mean, they're saying the right things. Mm-hmm. But this uh, it was it was tough what happened last year with all the injuries. But that's, I would still call Nash a work in progress. Oh, good, so would I. Good staff. That's another thing. I mean, Bickerstaff did a great job. No no expectations for Cleveland this year. They overachieved big time. Drummond, again, his point prop is 10.5. He had 15 last Friday. Kevin Love averaged 10 points a game during the regular season. Well, he just went off. Yeah, he was great he, against uh, Milwaukee. The Bucks. He's got to have a big game, I think, mm-hmm. tonight. Kevin Love. Uh, it is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll get into some of the awards. Again, voters had to cast their ballots, and they were telling people who they voted for yesterday. I, I tell you this. Some of these big favorites, I would not be so sure they're going to cash. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my game, game bro. <laughs> bro. 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free tired of restless nights meet lisa the sleep experts <sighs> here at lisa we know that good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health that's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season, 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy. It's only $19. Our all-digital MLB guide at vsun.com available now. Sign up today. Get full access to vsun through the NFL draft. Only $19 at vsun.com slash draft. And we'll talk more draft coming up in 15 minutes with Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus. Should Aiden Hutchinson really be a $4 favorite right now to go number one? overall will be among the questions we throw at Mike at that time. So the awards and their ballots were due uh, like yesterday. This I think they had until like today maybe to get them in. But people who vote on the award now submitted their ballots and they were very transparent telling us who they voted for yesterday. Some of them were on uh, Twitter. Uh, it doesn't look good for Embiid winning the MVP. No. A lot of people, early votes going towards the Joker. And I did notice that uh, books took down the awards, I believe it was early yesterday morning. And I say that because I was looking right at uh, Maxi to win the Most Improved Player Award at 101, and I have him on several tickets already because I've never once bought into the John Morant has to win the Most Improved Player Award this year, and he was like minus $25. By the time I went back to go bet Maxi, every book took him down. And I looked here in Las Vegas, I looked across the country, so there must have been like a time frame where they said, look, people are now telling us who they're voting for. Let's take them down. No more bets are going to be allowed. But I'll give you one example. Kevin O'Connor for The Ringer. Mm-hmm. He was tweeting about all of his uh, ballots yesterday. Most improved player, number one, Tyrese Maxey. Number two, Jordan Poole. Yes. Number three, John Morant. Other people are making the case for Jordan Poole to be most improved. And you're going to hear from Draymond Green in a second. Um but not only... Well, that started, I would think, about a month ago or so where players and media people were saying, John Morant can't be most improved. Of course. Yes. So I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm not going to be surprised for one second if John Morant doesn't win this award. And it goes to somebody like Maxi, or I think Bain should actually have quite a bit of votes, but I don't know if that's going to go his way. Maxi, Poole, Garland, Murray. 
I'm not going to be surprised if any of those four win it. And listen, here's Draymond Green for the Warriors, and the way that he sums it up on the most improved player just makes too much sense. There's no criterion. It's just personal opinion. The award is called the most improved, not, um, you know, not who had the best year. That's that's the MVP award, actually. And I think, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, we you know we get it confused when, when talking the most improved award or, or who in that group is having the best year, you know, but you know, no disrespect to John Moran, but John Moran's an MVP candidate. John Moran isn't the most improved player candidate. John Moran was f-ing incredible last year. Like, um, <clears throat> you know, and so and when you look around, the most improvement has been Jordan Poole. And I think that that goes without saying. He's spot on. Interesting. Yes. And he was six to one before the season started. I grabbed him. And John Moran doesn't mm-hmm. even want him, doesn't want the award. He's yeah. been saying this for months. Green's right. John Morant was already bleeping awesome. Yep. And he was the number two overall pick. Yeah. I, this, I, I just, I'm sorry. This could be Thibodeau part two, where the odds just never made sense the whole year. Very much so. Like Thibodeau was still available late last year, 25 to 1 for coach of the year. Like, why? Come on. Yeah. Knicks, no one, zero expect. No one picked the Knicks to go to the playoffs in a four seed. Yep. Has to win it. Another one. I think that we are absolutely alive to Scotty Barnes winning the rookie of the year. Yep. A lot of people are picking Barnes. Yeah, but some people are actually picking Cunningham. Mm. So, but here's the thing: if they actually would go Cunningham one, Barnes two, Mobley three, that would help out for other people who are going to vote Barnes number one. Highest you saw Mobley was what twelve dollars. Yep. Likewise, and that yep. was another thing. I'm like, are we so sure about this? With the injury and then how well he played down the stretch, and a good job by all these guys too. Let it play out. Don't do anything until every game's been played. Yep. Be, I think Barnes is definitely live to win that. And the other, I think we're up to five guys now. I don't know if they all have votes. We're up to five guys saying they would go Jackson, Defensive Player of the Year. How are you feeling? I was asked that yesterday. I feel decent, but certainly not ready to catch the tickets yet. Fingers are crossed on Jaron Jackson to win Defensive Player of the I Year. I don't understand the Marcus Smart thing. Our guest coming up in an hour, Doug Kazarian doesn't either. At least, I mean, his eye is a three dollars in some. Spot. It makes no sense, right? And of course, Bill Simmons has now changed his mind. And he goes Mark is smart too. Well, hard to believe. This vote. Oh, it's he's like, talking about the Celtics. Yeah, interesting. But, okay. he, but was it was it last week? He said Jackson, or two weeks ago it was Jackson. Okay. Which I agree with Micah Adams, who, who voted for Jackson, that it will be a shame if when Smart wins Defensive Player of the Year, when Williams was more valuable, meant more to the defense. All the numbers are right there. Well, yeah, on the court, off the court, defensive metrics. Williams was actually the better defender this year for the Celtics, and really it wasn't even close. But if you want to break it down with other numbers that are used, which I think voters are using nowadays, it kind of makes some sense too that Smart could be in the running. But for minus in the minus two fifty three dollar range for Smart to win the award, that's silly right now. Yeah. Well, congrats if you got him hundred to one. With the but, but again, a couple people go on their podcast and say, "Hey, take a look at this guy," and then everyone bets it. And but that's that. Those two markets and awards are going to be intriguing. As long it's, as Go- I think it's wide open, rookie of the year and defensive player of the year. Yeah, as long as Gobert and Giannis don't win defensive player of the year, I think a lot of us will do quite well. I never bought anything on those two guys, um, meaning I never, mm-hmm. you know, bet a ticket on them. But when we had Jaron Jackson at just monstrous numbers throughout the year, I was able to get down to Marcus Smart at a nice number, some uh, Bridges at a nice number. So if it's any of those three, and I think there's one other guy that I have as well at a pretty nice number, I'm okay. Just can't be Giannis or Gobert. Now, some people are actually voting for Gobert to win the award. 
Oh, come on. I, I, right here? Ugh. This is uh, Kevin O'Connor again. He, vote, he voted for Rudy? Here's how I voted for Defensive Player of the Year. Gobert won Smart 2, Bridges 3. Yep. I don't get it. Neither do I. It's by default. right? He's won it three times, I believe. Uh, the Jazz are a mess. Absolutely. Yep. And what, what Jaron Jackson has done, when their metrics are better than the Jazz, and that guy leads the league in blocks and combined blocks and steals and like defensive you know, field goal percentage allowed at the rim and other numbers. I mean, it's why would you ignore that? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. So I, this is, it's going to be wild when some of these big tickets cash. Because again, I don't, I have nothing on Mobley. I faded Mobley the entire year, hoping that some of the other bigger tickets would come in. That can happen. I'm seeing Joker as high as $4. And I've also heard a couple voters who have them bead third. Oh, you know, don't be surprised if Giannis, be, yeah. here, here's actually, this yeah. is what would be great. And I think, Points bet did this last year. Books should actually offer who's going to finish second for the MVP. I would bet on Giannis. Okay. I would take a flight. If the number was right, I would bet on Giannis to finish second. Would not be surprised for, no, no, not, not at all if that happens. There was a narrative growing that Giannis should actually win the MVP, and a lot of people thought that he overtook Embiid, and that's how they voted. So, but I think at this point, it's just, yeah, the writing's on the wall. Joker's going to win it back-to-back years. How about the people bringing up record? Like, Philly's the four seed. Like, Denver's the six. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I went down a quick rabbit hole oh. yesterday with some uh, 76ers fans. Oh, my God. And their, their one comeback was the Nuggets have the six seed. How can you give it to a six seed? I would, I would simply say this to, and I love Joel Embiid. I had him at 12 to 1. What's the difference? You're I the hedged four. out. I would say this to any Sixers fan on the planet. Okay, again, watch one Nuggets game. And try to tell me that the second, third, and fourth best players automatically by default on the Nuggets team would not be Maxi Harden-Harris. If you tell me that it would be somebody else on the Nuggets, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Automatically, those three players go to the Nuggets. They're their second, third, and fourth best players. Yeah. That's who MB plays with every single night. All, all the numbers are historic. The on-off numbers are ridiculous. Ridiculous. Of course, yes. When you look at it. And it's like, I, 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 was, I was listening to a podcast. It's, it's the third best all-time. In NBA history, the on-off numbers. And it's LeBron when he carried the Cavs. I forget the year. And then Jordan when he was on the Bulls and had no one. 86, 87, whatever it was. All time. That's it. That's right. Mm -hmm. The net rating is when when Joker's on the court, they are one of the best uh, best teams in the NBA. Right. When he goes off the court, they're a G League team. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't, the numbers don't lie. The offensive numbers. Oh, my God. Right. Come on. Look who he's playing with. So, because, the, because of the injuries, which I know uh, what, what Embiid had to deal with, too, with the Simmons drama and everything. Sure. But it's, come on. It's worse in Denver. Yes. Yep. And uh, evidently, it's up to Jamal Murray whether or not he wants to come back. Did you see that? Mm. Our buddy Chad Edris. It's up to him. Works in Denver. Yep. He told me last night that it, uh, it's up to him, but yeah. he doesn't, as of right now, it's like he's taking it as slowly as possible. Quite the conundrum. That's right. As Coach Thorpe said yesterday, difference between I've played already this year and I'm coming back as opposed to I haven't been on a court the whole year. Yeah. Now I come back for the playoffs and what will you get out of me, and that's for sure. tough call. And whether or not you're comfortable coming back from an injury like right. that. Right. Yeah, even though I can get 15 minutes out of you. You know, why not? Do it. 
been over a year, right? Well, I would say We're over a year yeah. since the the injury. Yeah, it's been right around there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, up next, we will get to the NFL draft with Mike Renner. He's going to join the program with Pro Football Focus. He does a great job of uh, covering the draft and writing about all these players. Uh, how many quarterbacks are going to go in the first round? And should Aiden Hutchinson really be a $4 favorite to go number one overall? We'll ask him that, among other questions, coming up next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Conquer the competition for cash with the Northman Clash on the Ice Challenge. Join two free-to-play pools and compete for your share of 10000 in total cash prizes. With your hockey predictions, head to DraftKings.com slash the Northman now to join the action. The Northman in theaters April 22nd. DraftKings.com for details. All right, NFL Draft here as Mike Renner joins the program, does a great job for Pro Football Focus. He is their lead draft analyst. And, by the way, be uh, on the lookout for a new special really Cool project that he's doing with the projected number one overall pick, Aiden Hutchinson. Going to be available tomorrow, titled Hutch, anywhere you listen to podcasts and on PFF's YouTube channel. Be sure to check out Hutch, a story that dives into uh, Aiden's childhood, early years at Michigan, and the incredible 2021 season. Mike, thanks for the time today. Let's begin with that then. Um, I'm seeing steam now for Walker, the kid from Georgia, to go number one overall. Do you think Aiden should be minus $4 right now to, to go as the number one overall pick in the draft? I do. I, I think that is just steam and not necessarily based in reality because there probably are even the top four fans of his. I mean, that is an all-time athlete for the defensive end position, but it's not like Aiden Hutchinson. It's not like you're comparing him to any slouch athletically. Like Aiden Hutchinson had the sixth best weight-adjusted three-cone time in NFL history. Like this guy can move. And that, to me, a three-cone, the ability to turn to – move athletically is far more indicative of NFL success. It's far more predictive. It's a much more important drill for a defensive end than any of the others. So, yeah, I think it would be a all-time overthink to go anywhere other than Aiden Hodgson. Oh, okay. Well, then, as a follow-up, then, I wanted to ask you about the number one narrative that you're not buying right now with the draft. Would it be Walker potentially going number one, or is it something else? Yeah, I do think that Walker number one is probably the biggest one that I'm not necessarily buying with this year's class NFL draft. I think the other narrative that I've been seeing is that this is a, uh, that this wide receiver class is like last year's wide receiver class. It's like two years ago. I don't think the top end of this wide receiver class is that good. Yeah. I, I think there are a lot of guys that are six twenty plus in years past that are going to get pumped up. I, I don't see a true like number one done guy that right out the gate, like we saw, I mean, even this fashion process, Waddle, Chase, Devontae Smith, all was going over 900 yards. I'm not sure you're getting the same guy in the class that's going to do that. So I just don't think, now the depth is there, but I don't think you're getting anywhere near the top-end talent that we've seen in the past couple of seasons. Do you think the Jets will go wide receiver with their first pick? I don't. Now, number four overall, I, 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 would be, I would definitely go with that pick. Now, number 10, possibly, but I still think with Robert Salah, they're – I do think they go line of scrimmage. Uh, that's what he likes to invest in. That's obviously what Joe Douglas also likes to invest in coming over from Philly. So there's a strong defensive line class, strong offensive line class. I think those are the two positions they attack. Okay. Then which receiver do you think goes first overall? And how many do you think we go in the first round? I think the receiver drafted first by James Williams. Oh, the first one? Uh, wow. 
Yes. Because you look at skill set wise, who has yeah. the rarest of the bunch in this class? Me, James Williams. You don't see many guys. And now he didn't get tested. He has a torn ACL. And then if it wasn't a torn ACL, I don't think it would really be a conversation. But mm-hmm. he has the elite speed and the ability to control that speed and the ability to run routes at that speed that if anything gets overdrafted at the wide receiver position, we've done historical studies on it. It is 40 times it is guys who have that level of juice get consistently overdrafted based off of what they end up producing in the NFL because everyone gets you know in awe of what that they think that could be in their offense. And I do agree, though. James Williams on tape is different than most of your just pure 4-3 John Ross type of wide receivers. He has a little more body control. is a, is a much bigger catch radius than your average speedster. So uh, when you're kind of stacking this class up saying, what can I not get, you know, in rounds two in rounds three at the wide receiver position, if I'm drafting, it's what James Williams has. Wow. That's strong. Okay. Cause he's in the five or six to one range right now to go. Number one as uh, the first wide receiver. Okay. So I want to throw some quarterback props at you as well, Mike. And we're talking to Mike Renner, leading draft analyst, pro football focus. I've seen props of two and a half, three or three and a half quarterbacks to go in the first round. I think this is probably two different questions here, but how many quarterbacks do you actually have a first round grade on? And then how many do you actually think will go in the first round? Well, I don't have a first round grade on any of these guys, sadly, like a true draft them in the first uh, this is the lowest we've ever had the quarterback one on our draft board. Um, and truthfully, our quarterback one, Sam Howell, and it's like still deep on our board where he comes off so late in the twenties. So has Sam Howell, Malik Willis and, Desmond Ritter is how we have it stacked up. I do think that Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett are pretty much locks to go in the first round at this point. I think those guys will be drafted there. And then I think you see one more at least sneak in in the first round. I, I would be hard-pressed to see four come off the board just because of how, say, how weak this class is. I, I, I haven't really seen anyone really go to bat with really pumping the tires of any of these guys is oh surefire first rounder, you know, don't overthink that this guy's gonna be a stud in the NFL. There's no there's none of that in this draft class. That you'd be crazy to think that. So at that point, I do think the desperation went out, but there's not a lot of teams that are that desperate at this point. A lot of teams have the quarterback position at least figured out in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, because I don't really want to buy the picket going number six overall to Carolina. I think that move would make absolutely no sense. Is that kind of what you're suggesting as well? That wouldn't make any sense, but the Sam Darnold trade didn't make much right. sense. So you can't always, you know, you can't always <laughs> think logically about these things. Yeah, that that part is definitely true. What, what, how high can you see uh, Willis going then? I could see him high, going as high as number two overall. Two to the I lines. think he is probably the highest. Feeling um, of these quarterbacks, he's sort of the guy that is the easiest to fall in love with on his tape in terms of projectable tools and what he could end up becoming. And I think that's what everyone's chasing. So uh, I do think he probably, he won't last past pick 12 or so. I'd be hard pressed to see him really falling because of that. Even if his tape suggests a guy who, you know, I don't want to be starting extra in the NFL. What are you hearing on Thibodeau? And and where he's all over the place. I saw two, I saw eight. Oh, could he fall? What do you think of his, his, his workouts and maybe take some plays off? Where are you at with him? I, I think the, takes plays off and work ethic things a little overblown. Okay. Now the personality aspect of, do you actually want that guy in your locker room? Is he going to be a guy who fits in is more of where I fall on the Thibodeau thing. Like he's a big personality. He is going to 
do things his way, and that's not always going to see eye to eye with coach staff. So I think that is the bigger problem. It's not the talent aspect of it. It's more, how am I going to fit this guy in my locker room? So that's, that would be a thing that causes his fall. But if you're getting down to picks number, you know, eight or 10 with edge needy teams like the Falcons and Jets there respectively, mm-hmm. he's not going to fall out of the top 10. That would be crazy. Okay. Let's follow the money here on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network, Mike Renner, our guest, leading draft analyst for Pro Football Focus. You have Charles Cross graded as the number one offensive lineman in the draft, yet most mocks have him going as the third offensive lineman. Why do you think that is? It's more what I value versus what you know other people value. To me, pass protection is far, just far bigger part of the tackle position than run blocking. Not that I could really give a damn about the run block. Like that obviously still matters, mm-hmm. but you look at the tackles that get paid in the NFL, it's because of what they can do in pass throwing. Charles Cross, you know, Mike Leach's offense are pass protected more than anyone else in the country. It's over like 700 snaps last year. He was a pass protection. So he is well-versed in that. You just watch his tape against Will Anderson. And to me, he can move and mirror edge rushers far better than Evan Neal, far better than Nikki Aquano, who are the guys, you know, mocked ahead of him consistently. So that's where I'm going to lean at the position. And it's not like he's, a poor run blocker. It's just, again, going back to Mike Leach's offense, he's not really doing NFL concepts in terms of what he's asked to do as a run blocker. So it's a more of a projection in that regard. But, I mean, his hands, the way he uses them, I, I just think that this guy is going to be a plus pass protector, and that sort of certainty is why I put him ahead of the other two guys. Okay, well, let's say, okay, screw the mocks for a second then. Do you think a bet on cross at 10-1 to 1 to be the first offensive lineman drafted is worth it? I don't, and it's only mm. because of who's, who's drafting up there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to look at the teams and the teams that are drafting towards the top of the draft are far more willing to take athletic projects because they aren't, you know, one year away. They, they can wait on those guys to develop. So with Charles Cross, maybe he's a little bit more NFL ready as a pass protector, but they're going to look at Evan Neal and Nicky Aquano and what they are physically and how rare specimens they are and be like, you know, that's why Greg Robinson goes number two overall to the Rams back in the day, even if he couldn't pass check Dave West, because that was a elite athlete that they hope to develop. That's how I see kind of a Quano and Neil versus Cross in this class. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, you can follow Mike on Twitter. He is at PFF underscore Mike and uh, read him at Pro Football Focus as well. Man, you do such a great job covering the draft. Mike, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Yeah, well, thanks for those kind words and thanks for having me on. Yep, Thank you. You bet. Boy, some pretty strong opinions on yes. in that segment there as well. I mean, the Williams stuff going number one overall, he could see that happening. You're right. That is five, six to one. As the first wide receiver, let me clarify, right. is the first yeah, wide right. receiver taken? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to, we have a break coming up. I'm going to have to bet that. Yeah. I'm going to get down on Jameson. Six to one. Yep. Hey, I'm on board. He also, we'll, we'll go over his big board coming up as well, because uh, he's got a lot of defensive players near the top. And I like what he said about the quarterbacks. I would agree with him. I think these are, I think every quarterback in the draft is a major reach at this point and more props that you can bet on coming up here on Follow the Money. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. We're getting close. The NFL draft right here in Las Vegas. We'll have extensive coverage, mock drafts from Matt Humans, Lombardi, former NFL GM. We'll give you his draft analysis. Mike Pritchard was a former first-round pick. Sean King won a Super Bowl. We'll give you insight on who you can bet on and who you should bet on. And uh, the legend, Brent Musburger, will give you his draft best bets in our 
Draft betting guide. Sign up today. Get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft. Only $19 at VEASAN.com slash draft. No, I've already lost a bunch of money on the draft. Unless Jacksonville bails me out with a Hail Mary, so to speak, and still goes offensive lineman. Yeah. Because I I bet them all months ago before they put the uh, franchise tag on Cam Robinson and then signed the guy, what Brandon Scherf, in the free agency. And I will say this, a lot of other people still actually have the Jags uh, going with an offensive lineman with the number one overall pick. I thought I'm buying that. So I was set up yeah. nicely if they go offensive well, lineman. No, nope, not the case anymore. It's Lions season too. So that uh, is. you are seeing a lot of um, smoke with Walker, number one. Uh, Hutchinson as low as 230 I saw during the break. You said you mentioned as high as $4. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what happens with Thibodeau? I'm seeing him uh, the Jets at four, but mocks all over the place. Somewhere, I did see him last week at two and then as high right. as seven. And Mike says no way he gets out of the top ten. The other thing is Sauce Gardner. That's another one. I'm seeing Sauce number three to Houston. And then, but the draft position's eight and a half. And then Mike has him as the third-rated corner. He has McDuffie ahead of him. Ooh, right, right. And uh, he is minus two sixty at William Hill to be the first corner drafted. Okay, it so goes Sauce, Stingley, and McDuffie. I also expect to lose this bet, but I took a flyer. You know, Lovey Smith, defensive-minded coach. Houston needs as much help as possible. We all know this, right? But the the numbers in the film do not lie on Derek Stingley. The kid is ridiculous. I took him to go number three overall only because he was 100 to one. I took a flyer on that, expecting to lose, and I'm not suggesting people go bet that because I think it's going to be a loser. But it's a you know it's a uh-huh. bomb for a reason based on they need everything. This kid just jumps off the page as a ridiculous athlete, and Lovey Smith is a defensive minded coach. I've seen Thibodeau go anywhere from two through eight this week. This week, anywhere yeah. from two through eight. Yeah, very good. Yes. I, I think here's the deal is that nobody knows anything. And these mock drafts, I mean, certainly, like, if you get a few right in the top ten or, like, seven, eight right in the first round, you're, you're having a good mock season. It's it, Nobody ever gets these right. And one trade blows it up, too. Of course it does. It'd be a big draft, if, uh, to me, if the Jets can get Thibodeau and Stingley or Thibodeau and Sauce. I don't think Sauce will be there at 10, though. Uh, with the second pick. But that makes and sense, then, though, right, with yeah. uh, Salah as the coach? Yeah, and it, yes, it, it appears they've moved on from wide receiver, too, uh, with, at least with the first pick. Uh, and then the I'll ask you this, and I saw a lot of Pickett at six, but if Carolina doesn't go Pickett, where's he? Then uh, Willis has got to go ahead of him, and then who would take, who wants Pickett if he doesn't go to Carolina? Well, like Mike Renner said, I mean, there is some talk about Willis going number two to the Lions. Yes. Maybe that happens. I think the Panthers are making a... And I like Kenny Pickett. I liked him as a college player. Let me put it that way. I agree with him. I don't think any of these quarterbacks should go in the first round. I think it's... This This to me reminds me of the Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder draft. Well said. At the time when I'm like, teams, yep. please, I'm begging you, do not take any of these guys in the first round. I get it. You need a quarterback. Wait. Do it. Just suck again at this position for the next couple of years. Don't waste a first-round pick on these players. And maybe Willis is going to turn out to be okay, and I'm sure one of these guys will hit it. But, I mean, my God, I don't... I don't see Ritter at all. I don't I don't see no, that first-round grade at all. I mean, that's he's been all over the place where before the... how he closed in Cincinnati, and then you were, everyone had him... Well, a lot of people had him first round, and then after the workouts, he's getting back in the late first round as well. So you could see four guys going, or even five... Willis Pickett, Corral, Howell, and Ritter. Willis is a dollar eighty to be the first corner quarterback selected. Uh, but 
again, you're seeing a lot of picket at six with the rule connection there. So Who you knows? mentioned you mentioned Sauce Gardner. His prop is now eight and a half. Can he slip it all? I can't see. Over eight and I a half right see. now is plus two dollars. No. Okay. No way. How about Hutchinson not to go number one overall is about plus one eighty five. Mike said he thinks it's yeah. going to be Hutchinson. He's not going to buy the Walker steam. Charles Cross is seven and a half. Under is plus one twenty. There will be a run in offensive lineman. And if the Panthers do not go pick it number six overall, I think for sure they're going to go offensive lineman. And maybe Cross can go that high. The landing spot, like I, I want to know how many offensive linemen we're going to get in the, in the top ten. That would be a good prop to put up. Stingley, I'm seeing ten and a half. Mm-hmm. I yeah, should probably double right. down that and bet be. that under ten and a half. Yeah. Well, if he's there, the Jets would take him. At 10? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Wilson, 10.5. Drake London, 10.5. Both receivers. Uh, let me see here. Okay, London's been all over the place, too. I saw oh. several places had him to the Jets at 4. Yep. Let me give you two more on the defensive side. And by the way, can we put up Renner's uh, big board? This doesn't mean mock draft. doesn't mean the teams are going to take these guys. But in terms of overall talent, like his big board, best players like on the board... So he has Hutchinson number one, followed by Kyle Hamilton, Derek Stingley, and Kayvon Thibodeau. All four uh, defensive players, obviously. Kyle Hamilton's draft position is eight and a half. Under is plus 128. Is he going to go in the top eight picks? And then Mm -hmm. Thibodeau, you can get under five and a half right now at plus money. He's the favorite to go fourth at plus 220 at William Hill. Land with the Jets. That's, uh, I would say, under. Under five and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might be betting some of these uh, at some point today. Yeah. Did I say Sauce 260? He's 360. 360 He's now. 360 first corner drafted. Stingley plus 260, McDuffie 12 to 1. Wow. Well, and I'm seeing Willis yeah. as high as 280 to go first quarterback. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. Top 10 pick. Gardner is minus 550. Cross $3. Willis $3. Uh, Drake London minus 125. What's the highest you're seeing on Hall? First running back. Oh, he's high. He's minus 250, 275. Yeah, yeah, okay. Walker's the second choice. Yeah, he's the guy behind him. So uh, I'm looking at Charles Cross right now, 14 to 1 first offensive lineman. Ekwanu in the $1.80 range, Neil plus 125. Remember, um, Nate Tice, who does, you know, film study for a living as well, son of Mike Tice, has been on the show many times. He actually said a couple months ago that uh, he's here for Charles Cross season. Like, he loves Charles Cross. Thinks the guy's awesome. But 14 to 1 to go first offensive lineman. Mm. You made a good point during the break. It's unfortunate that Gruden is gone and uh, Mayock well, was fired because they would just go Alabama or Clemson. Every that, year. That's the most disappointing part of the whole draft to me. <laughs> yeah. And they and, don't have a first round pick, though, either. But. Well, and, yeah. but, but you, you know, books in town would have put up who's going to be their first pick overall. And you could have, you know, toggled your way through Alabama and Clemson players. Last year, Leatherwood 30 to 1 was on the board. And despite what every mock draft in the world told you, he's not a first-round pick, he's not going to go top 30, whatever, it's still John Gruden and Mike Mayock we're talking about. So 30-1 to in a former Alabama offensive lineman, sign me up for that. And that cashed. Yeah. Are we going to all be okay from a weather standpoint? God, fingers crossed. 60-mile-an-hour winds. I think so. Power was knocked out here at some places. Uh, There is stuff getting ripped out of the ground in Las Vegas. Signs and, like, Orange cones all over the place. 
This is an abnormal weather season right now. What for an the abomination city. if the draft was last night. Can you imagine? Oh, no. They how would. Uh, how they done that? Storm? There's a dust storm? You couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. Put it this way. The stratosphere, right? Yeah. You couldn't see the stratosphere in the dust storm from like 100 feet away last uh-huh. night. Probably a little bit more than that. But you couldn't see across the city. You could see nothing. Yeah, that was pretty wild. I'm excited for the draft because it's there are so many unknowns again. Like, are you going to fall off your couch if Hutchinson does not go number one overall? No. No, neither will I. Right. I won't be surprised if Carolina takes Pickett either. Oh, man. Can Rule uh, talk the owner and everyone into that? Maybe they do, but that's a bad pick. Yeah, I would agree. Well, you can't be surprised with anything the Lions do, right? No, that's all over the map. That could be Willis. That could be Thibodeau. Could they trade to acquire more picks? But that's another thing, right? The how many teams or how many players have actually captivated the attention of other teams that want to maybe trade up for them? Mm -hmm. Maybe not that many, the way it seems. Certainly not not the first pick overall or the second pick, the way it appears. And we already had the Philly uh, and Saints trade too. But that's right. When you look at the when you look at Detroit and and uh, Houston, so many needs. That, that nothing would surprise me with the second and the third. Oh pick no, either. nothing at all. No, no. Maybe, maybe if you want to bet like the exacta or the forecast, where you can bet one, two, one, two, three right now, and take a couple of shots by going, let's say Hutchinson one, and then either Willis two or Thibodeau two. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Right. Thibodeau has been uh, figuring that well, where he's going to go has been the biggest mystery I think of the that draft so good, far. That was a good answer by Mike. Big personality. I'm going to do things my way. Uh, that yeah. scares some people off. Right. Up next, look at that. There you go. There's some of the... Uh, Nothing. Yeah, pool shut down. Yep. Shut down to Wendy. Yeah. NHL, Greg Wyshynski, ESPN. Up next, Austin Matthews has suddenly turned into a significant favorite to win the Hart Trophy. Greg tracks all this stuff. How many players are realistically alive for that award? Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you.